Engage for Success Radio, raising the profile of employee engagement and shining a light on good practice for people who believe there's a better way to work. Good afternoon and welcome to Engage for Success Radio Show 337, How to Create Loyalty in a Disloyal Society. So today we're going to be talking about the challenges of creating loyalty in a disloyal society for both customers and employees today. I'm Jo Dodds, your host for today. I'm an engagement consultant working within the Engage for Success core team. The Engage for Success movement is an inclusive movement committed to the idea that there is a better way to work by releasing more of the capability and potential of people at work. We spread the word about employee engagement and shine a light on good practice, and we're widely supported across the UK involving the public, private, and third sectors. If you go to our website, engageforsuccess.org, you can use the link at the bottom to join our newsletter list and all our social media links are there too. My guest today is Chris Lincoln, who's Head of Learning and Development at Putchak. So welcome Chris, thanks for joining me. Hello, thanks for having me. So start by telling us a bit about you and about Putchak. Yes, so um, uh, like you said, I'm Head of L&D for a business called Putchak, which is an experiential hospitality uh, company based around mini golf, but it's, we've revolutionized it and um, embedded it with technology. So our golf balls have chips inside them so that they can track the player. Uh, so it takes the need away for the old pencil and paper uh, and cheating is no longer possible. <laughs> um, so we're, we're, we're all about uh, gaining more points and experiencing each hole and what it can offer. Um, so it's a really fun, exciting brand that we have. You know, we provide um, exceptional food and a nice wide variety of drinks. And we, we really welcome everyone and anyone to our venue. We're quite young. We're only two years old. Um, so we're still finding our feet. But we like to think that we're innovative and forward thinking. So um, we're having fun while we're doing that, really. Lovely. And I can say, having checked out your website, that it does look particularly funky and <laughs> very enticing in terms of what you're doing. Certainly as somebody who's played a few rounds of mini golf in my time, um, I'm quite excited about the concept. <laughs> no, that's good to hear. You know, I think one thing you'll find when you do come to Putt Shack and meet anyone from the business is we're all 100% invested in it and believe in it and enjoy it and uh, really like the product that we, we're delivering because, you know, it is fun and, and funky and engaging. And like I said, you know, anyone of any age can enjoy it. So we really do welcome everyone. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned you're, you're quite new and uh, you do sound quite different. What are the sort of challenges that, that you're facing in setting up and developing this, this new organisation? I think really to answer that in short is the options available to people out there now, you know, not just for our, um, our team members, but for guests as well. There's so many factors impacting modern day society now from political reasons such as the dreaded Brexit, um, but also technology, which is creating more options than ever to find work elsewhere, including mm-hmm. giving people more entrepreneurial avenues to do work, um, but also you know, the actual um, options for people to spend their money and, and to do things and go, uh, they're absolutely in abundance now. There's, there's almost more jobs and more venues than there are people, um, which is making it quite difficult for us to 
to attract and retain people. Um, you know, they've got so many options out there. Um, mm. I think really that, you know, especially from a, a team member point of view, they can literally walk out the door and, and find a job across the road five minutes later, which is only going to increase as, as Brexit becomes more and more into effect. Mm. So, I, you know, I, I do talk a lot about us having to create that loyalty in a disloyal society now, which means there isn't that traditional loyalty just because of all those options out there, which means more than ever the way we we treat people and the way we engage with them is becoming more important. We want them to have the freedom to choose, but they, they choose to stay with us because they are being treated right and they actually want to be there. Mm-hmm. So one thing I'm, I'm sort of quite intrigued about, I mentioned just before we came on air, is that you, you are a, a new company and you're a new tech company and you're also delivering something that's, as you said, quite innovative and, and quite, um, to use the technical term, funky. <laughs> um, you, you sound, I mean, we've talked about the the, the, um, the type of organisation that, that's been described as Google-esque, um, you know, for years now, because, you know, that's not that new, I suppose. But you do appear to be one of those organisations where you, as an outsider, having worked in quite boring corporates, I would just imagine that people would be, you know, clamouring to come and work for you because it's, looks and seems so exciting and I'm interested in the fact that already you're saying you know it's a tough world out there whether that be you know with customers or rather as you called them what do you call them guests yes yes guests um you know and staff so you know I think there's a there's probably what you're going to tell me is probably a myth out there that that you know you have a sort of exciting looking young company and you know the world's your oyster in terms of of talent. So tell us a bit more about how that manifests and how that, that works from your point of view. Well, I think one of the beauties of being a young business, you know, like I said, we're only two years old and, and we are still finding our feet and we're, we're trying new things. And I think, again, one of the freedoms that we have is because we don't have, you know, everything set in stone we have that, that innovation, that creative vibe where we can try new things and try different avenues for engaging, giving people different options, um, you know, because if it, if it doesn't work, that's fine. We can move on and try something else. I think mm-hmm. it's, just, it, it's a really nice place to be when you're trying to find your identity because in some respects, you know, a lot of people in society are trying to do that as well because everything's changing so quickly we're constantly trying to evolve and apply ourselves to that. Um, so, you know, in some respects, actually, it's quite fun because we don't have to stick to the rules. We, we don't have to think in the normal ways that corporations would. And we very much do not identify, identify ourselves as a corporation. Mm. We are a very people-focused business and how people feel that they are being treated and... Um, engaged with you know we want to make sure that we get that right and so being a business that's reasonably small in the grand scheme of things we we have that perfect platform to have access direct access to people that we can talk to and ask their opinions and really understand what it is that they want from us you know rather Mm. than us dictating them this is how we're going to behave, this is what we're going to do, this is what we expect, and this is our guest focus, and this is how we interact with guests. 
actually, you know, what do they think will work? Because they know better than us. There's, there's so many of our staff out there interacting and living life. And, you know, they're, they're, they're the best gauge to understand what it is we really need to do. So, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of how we, we perform and, and how we, we set the benchmark for people, it's a really team experience at the moment. Um, we try and give as many options as, or platforms as possible for people to talk to us, whether that be through technology or literally us just being on site and, and talking to, to everyone. You know, how are they feeling? What do they think's working? Do they think it's not working? And if so, what, what, what would they think we could improve? Mm-hmm. So you've, you've talked about using technology for that. Do you, do you have uh, sort of particular structures, particular initiatives for that? Uh, or is it just something that's sort of baked into what you're doing all the time? I mean, we, we do rely a lot more on technology now with recruitment platforms such as Harry, um, which is, you know, a really strong engagement piece. And then we have um, an LMS that we use that we are trying to move away from traditional training on it. So we're making all our, um, our health and safety learning on that putt level. So it's a lot more fun. We've used our own team members in the videos that we use for training people in compliance. Um, we use it also then for, for messages and updates and celebrations of people. And then alongside that, we use the, the standard platforms such as Instagram, which is an internal page specifically for our own teams that they can, you know, they can celebrate each other and they can post their own stuff on that. And again, we try and stay away from making that a corporate feel, you know, rather than it being the, the traditional um, oh, let's celebrate excellent sales at this one place. We, we celebrate other things that somebody may have achieved outside of work. You know, it doesn't always, mm-hmm. always be about what they've done in Putshack for the business. It's what have they done for themselves? What have they done mm-hmm. for family, their, their friends? You know, we want to celebrate that as well. We want to make it more holistic. Yeah, yeah. So we talk about... Uh, maybe the younger people um, increasingly wanting to find more meaning in what they do and, and organisations that, that allow them to have that sort of perspective. In, in some ways, you, you could sort of look at the more fun organisations providing a more fun service to guests, customers, whatever, um, as being maybe a bit too frivolous. <laughs> how How do you... How do you sort of capture those people who 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 want that that meaning in their in their career in what you're doing and keep them loyal to you as you've said you you want want to do? That's a good question. I think there's <laughs> <laughs> a couple of aspects to this. Um, so the first one is to be true to what you are. Um, yeah. So you know, we at Putchat, we are. You know, if I was to sum it up in a couple of words, we're an adult playground. Um, you know, <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Yeah. we're all about fun and playing games and enjoying ourselves, and we want guests to do that as well. So, why wouldn't we operate as a business like that? Why, why mm. wouldn't we run into everything that we do? So, you know, we've tried to make sure that our standard business policies aren't corporate. 
You know, they do have a bit of fun about them. They are something that somebody actually wants to read rather than us putting it in front of them and saying, you know, read this, do you understand it, sign here. It's more of a, you know, read this and, and, and apply it in a way that you feel you're comfortable with. You know, we, we like to make sure that people, we're not just telling them how to behave because that doesn't work anymore. You know, people want, like you say, they want purpose and I can't tell you what your purpose is. I can only guide you to understand what, what you want it to be and we can mm-hmm. support as much as we can. And I think it, it, in the shift in society, especially with the younger generation, you know, we're starting to see an increase of people describing themselves as lonely which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just that they want to live more independently. So, we, you know, statistically, we see that, for example, say marriage is down, solo occupancy and, and mortgages is on the increase. Um, and people at work are generally saying more that they're feeling lonely, even though they're surrounded by colleagues, because that genuine human interaction is not so natural to them anymore. So we need to ensure that we're treating them in a way that gives them the opportunity to be, to have freedom to express themselves and find these things out themselves. Mm. And no, this sounds weird, but you know, I genuinely describe it that society has, has kind of shifted almost from, whereas we used to be pack animals, say like dogs, which was all about instant um, excitement and gratification and, we just did things for the sake of doing them and we wanted to experience things all the time and, and it was a lot easier to be pleased. We're, we've now shifted a little bit and, and I'd say we've moved more towards being cats um, <laughs> where you know, we're a lot more independent, we're a lot more, our standards are much higher and our expectations are much higher mm. and we still want to be, we still want to interact and we want to be loved but we want it so much more on our own terms, um, which mm. is why I keep saying, you know, you can't tell someone how how to have fun or, or how they want to be communicated to. They've, they've got to demonstrate that themselves, and we've got to be open to, to let them do that. Mm-hmm. So that begs the next question, using the, the old uh, uh, analogy about how hard it is to herd cats. <laughs> how do you... Yeah. Develop. How do you develop that that sort of t- sense of team and and us working together to create the experience for our guests? When, as you say, everyone's sort of operating more individually than than ever before. Well, I mean, just because I'm saying that they're individual, like I said, it, it it doesn't mean that they don't want to talk to people. They they do. They they want interactions, and you know. If we think about a cat and say, you know, you can't tell a cat how to be a cat, and you can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't pin it down. So, you know, again, if we, if we put it into terminology, it's like a house cat, which is just locked in a house. Generally, statistically, it becomes much harder to handle. And if we're going to be a bit morbid about it. They tend to die younger as well. Um, you know, so again, we're 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 giving these guys the freedom to choose what they want to do. So we give them options. You know, we we're constantly thinking of ways in which people can and and want to interact. 
Um, you know, but the, the option is there. It's not saying, oh, we're putting this event on, we expect all the teams to be there and we're going to have fun because that's what we said is going to happen. You know, it's, it, it doesn't work mm-hmm. like that anymore. So, you know, mm-hmm. one of our values is own the fun, which, you know, I really like because that's about them deciding how they want to have fun, how they want to interact. Because I see so common now in, in corporations that one of their values is we have fun or we're all about fun or, you know, it's something to do with fun, but it's, it's just forced fun. Um, <laughs> it's not really something that I think people really believe in because I, I can't tell you how to have fun. I don't know, I don't know what I might find hilarious. You might think is the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen in your life. So it, it's about giving them options to express themselves and, and find out what really works for them and giving them, you know, chances to come and interact to any level they want to. Maybe they can just come and sit on the outside and, and watch other people having fun and that's fun for them. Or mm. if they want, you know, they can they can get involved as much as they want and have, you know, a ludicrous amount of fun. It's, mm. it's, totally, it's totally up to them. And you'll find that teams will generally bond and grow and, and expand when they have that natural, organic growth where they're bonding and, and finding themselves, um, not just independently, but as a group as well. Mm-hmm. So have you been there right from the beginning, so that the whole two years? No, no, no. I, I started in October, but, um, you know, you'll find that quite a lot of, our senior leaders have all have all been there um, for well not not very long because the growth of Putsch has been quite rapid over the last yeah, few months. Yeah. yeah. So how have you seen things changing even in this short period of time in terms of when you give people this opportunity to you know have ideas and and be involved? sometimes it's hard to then corral that into action because people come up with lots of different things. Um, so have you have you sort of guided us and then asked for questions? Have you, is it open? Do, you know, do you sort of go where the energy is? How, how does, how has have things developed and, and is it changing? Well, I think one of the one of the beautiful things that you witness at Putshack is that you get many people join the business and they and they know what they know, you know, in terms of they've experienced companies before us, companies mm-hmm. who do have these set rules and set ways of behaviour and hierarchical um, organisations where you know they're just used to that, that. That's how business is done. Yeah, um, you'll find generally when when they come to Putshack you know, and they um, integrate and communicate with with senior leaders, with managers, with anyone who are who don't take themselves seriously but still produce really high functioning outputs. You know, and so people immediately then see, well actually maybe I could be myself, you know, I could really behave in a way that I think is suitable to me, but you know, it still encourages them to to work hard and to to deliver um you know a really really professional but fun engaging service and Mm -hmm. i think that's really nice to watch you know when people start to break down their own barriers just because they see it's 
possible to be yourself and deliver something better, um, which I've really enjoyed watching. And I think another thing that we see quite a lot is that, you know, we, we encourage our managers and, and head office uh, teams to, to work on site rather than just sit in the office. We, we really encourage our, you know, our senior leaders especially to be out there and, and, and approachable and accessible. Um, and we're starting to see now that our teams, unprovoked, will just walk up to directors, you know, the COO, and, and they'll just strike up a conversation about anything and everything, whether it could be about the business or their personal life or, you know, their hopes and dreams, anything. They just feel comfortable that they can talk about that stuff with, with, with anyone. And, mm-hmm. and I think that is something that I haven't actually seen to this level in any other business I've worked in, which I think is a really good indicator that what we're doing is working. Mm-hmm. You know, especially as I was saying, the communication um, process is is a bit. Um, it's not working as amazing as it used to do in terms of how people were confident to talk to strangers, etc. So now, when we see especially younger team members just walking up and striking up conversations with 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 the management team, it's a really beautiful thing to see. Yeah. Do you find that people come in with baggage from elsewhere? You've talked about, you know, how organisations are, are, are different. I, I know in my own experience, working with a um, quite different retail organisation many years ago, that whatever we said and however much we sort of encouraged people to take responsibility for helping a customer, there were still things that they didn't do or did do because of what used to happen in their previous company. And it was quite hard to break that sort of preconceived idea that there are rules here or or that um that you know whilst we say you can do whatever to serve the customer actually sometimes you can't sort of thing do you do you find that you really have to go over the top to encourage people to take those responsibilities and 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 you know work differently or is it quite easy because of the environment yes and no i think in terms of managers that we have I would agree with that 100% because obviously right. they're more, more ingrained and embedded because yeah. they're at a certain point in their career where they've always worked in a certain manner. And, and they've and, had their hands wrapped before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and I, I don't think it's particularly, it's not that hard to break that down because really, again, it comes down to that sitting down with them and having that conversation with them about the performance and how we think they're working. And mm-hmm. the one thing that's sort of like taking them aback a little bit is we're not focusing on the sales so much, you know, because the, the sales are the sales and, you know, we have a sales team and marketing team that are all focused on driving that. And when we want our hospitality managers, the most important thing that we want them to focus on is the experience of people. Yeah. And so yeah. when we when we do... Um, appraisals or job chats or whatever you want to call them the main thing we always focus on is 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 them as a person and and how they're they are presenting themselves and how they're working and and how we think that they could get the most out of working for putcha rather than Mm. how we could get the most out of them working for us Mm. it's Mm. very much more about what we can do for them because we know for well 
you know, the development that we can give them is, is whether it be personal or professional or, or confidence or what, whatever it is, it gives them that opportunity to actually really grow themselves as a person. That gives them confidence, which then, you know, filters down to the rest of the teams. And it's a lot more uh, effective than, than just setting out goals and what we want them to achieve for the business. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more, about, it's more about goals that we want them to to realize that they should be working towards, you know, if they want to. It's 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 a, a more personal way of coming at it, I think, and I think it's starting to really have an impact, a positive one. And if I spoke to some of the people that, that work with you and asked them to sort of describe how it was different for them to where they've been before, what sort of things do you think they might say? I think hierarchy is obviously a big thing and processes and procedures is a really um, big issue that we're coming across in that people have been bred to not question authority and not question this is how it's always been done. Mm. Um, We're almost quite anti that. We want people to question what we're doing. We want them to think innovatively and we want them to bring their ideas to the table. We don't just want to, you know, tell them to do something and they just blindly go off and do it, especially from an operational point of view. You know, our venues are all quite different, um, you know, in terms of the teams that work there, in terms of the guests that go there, the profiles are different. Um, so if we just said one day, right, everyone do this because we think it's a good idea, if the GM of a certain venue doesn't think that will work, then we need to know that and we encourage it because yeah. we want it to work and, and nobody's precious about their ideas. Obviously, we're all here to come up with ideas of our own and we have opinions that we think will have success. But unless we have the buy-in from the management teams and the site teams, then it's just another initiative that you're implementing and the risk of that is you become a business that's just start telling people what to do just because, you know, you want to be the first person to do it, but it might not mm. be right. You've got to be open to be being, I don't want to use this word lightly, but being judged almost, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like yeah. People need to push back um, if they think, you know, for, for real reasons that, they, that it won't work. Yeah, yeah. So we're just coming into the last couple of minutes of the show. What what do you think you're going to be doing sort of moving forward? What what do you need to do differently? How are things going to develop in terms of in, engaging your people as the business develops? I think, I mean, in hospitality especially, we need to be focusing on mental health. Um, mm. I think it's going to become more and more of a focus for us and the way in which we offer um, employment to people needs to be really based around compassion. You know, we, we don't, we want people to have the opportunity. Like I always say to guys, it's, it's a two-way thing. You know, the, the more you give us, the more we'll give you back. Um, and it's not, we don't want to get to that point where, you know, if somebody makes a mistake, we're not, there with the the imaginary gun to their head you know saying right you've made a mistake let's put you through a disciplinary it's 
it's more about well let's learn from that what what can we learn from that mistake what can we actually do to to change that around what are the lessons from it that will help you as an individual grow but also it will help the business because you know we won't do it again because just because they're the first person to do it doesn't necessarily mean they'll be the last so mm. you know let's use it as as an opportunity for us to really to build on it um so yeah, I, I I really think you know the more we can do for people to to talk about how they're feeling, um, and and mm-hmm. what they're experiencing, and the more um, structure we can put into giving them support and giving them avenues to talk to people and and letting them know that it's okay to feel uh, stressed, upset, and you know anxious about things because we won't judge them for it. We will just ensure as a business. We'll look after them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you, Chris. It's been really enjoyable interviewing you. Thank you for joining me. And um, I'd encourage people to go and check out your website at putchack.co.uk is it .com? .com, isn't it? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Please, everyone, come on <laughs> We're awesome. <laughs> Lovely. And just to let listeners know that Jo Moffat will be back next week. And she's going to be interviewing Paul Barber, who's Chief Executive and Deputy Chairman of Brighton and Hove Albion Football Club. And they're going to be talking about how they use their values and culture to drive high performance and success from their employees. So Joe will be back next week. Engage for Success Radio, raising the profile of employee engagement and shining a light on good practice for people who believe there's a better way to work.